This is Coffee with Karina, and here's your host, Karina Michelle. Hello, and welcome back. Today, I have on the show, Bailey Littrell, who I've been saying Littrell forever. But anyways, you'll hear more about that in the podcast. But he is awesome. He is super sweet and talented. And he's definitely a country singer you want to be on the lookout for now. We talk about everything from going on the road since he was a little a little boy with his dad's band and even introducing the new kids on the block and introducing the Backstreet Boys. What a cool story. A really cool guy. Take a listen. You take all my boxes, one to 22, you got it. Going down my list, it's obvious you wouldn't want it. Take me at the game, check please, like baby you made for me. What else can I say? graduated last last year so this is this first year where you have kind of like no concept of time yeah Yeah. so all of my buddies are seniors in high school or in college and they're all you know back burying their heads in their books and I'm like Uh wait you guys are back in school (laughs) (laughs) it's weird it's a weird time right I I know what you're saying I actually kind of did a similar path I I didn't go straight into college And I was like, you know, I'm going to, I was doing like acting and stuff. So I get that. And I remember like they were all in school and I was like, well, this is kind of weird. It's like, you feel like you're floating or something, right? Like, where am I? (laughs) (laughs) It's wigging me out. My my girlfriend just started her senior year of college. So she's, she's gone back and stuff. And I'm, I'm like completely oblivious to the fact that everyone has actually gone back to school. Yeah. I'm I'm like, it's June. Why are you, you know, going back? They're like June. Yeah. Like, what planet are you on? <laughs> right. It's August. I know. My kids, it's funny. They, I'm in Florida and my kids go back to school like the middle of August. And that always throws me for a loop because I'm like, I always went back in September. So I'm kind of mixed up too. So I get exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. I get it for sure. So have you been able to play like some shows this summer? Or? Oh my goodness. Yes. We played yeah. a good bit of shows, you know, given what's been going on in the world the last two years, we never really stopped. You know, we're some tough cookies. We got through it last <laughs> year. We, yeah. uh, we played some shows. And then this year I had one in, oh, well, let's see, wait, let's start in September. September was the first show I got to since, you know, post pandemic, basically. I mean, we still had it, but that was September of last year. Then fast forward to, we had a Christmas show at Buckhead Theater cool. and we sold that one out which was great. I had some, my family come and we did this joint family show and it was, it was incredible downtown in Atlanta. You know, we did a bucket theater and then um, we had a show in March. I had a show at a place called Mad Life and we live streamed that as well as had people come and we had to distance crowd just because yeah, things were starting to ramp back up Uh and everybody was kind of afraid to, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Like we were, we were so determined to get back and, and do shows mm-hmm. and, you know, I, I wanted to get back out there and, and, and not stop, you know, because I'd seen so many artists completely stop. We did live stream shows 
2020, awesome. we did all this stuff just to try to stay relevant and, and yeah. give people shows. Right. And, Cause people um, want to go. So, yeah. They're, they're, they're dying to be there. So you're like, yeah. okay, well we got, we got to make this work. So people started asking. So, mm-hmm. you know, March, we, we did a show and then we turned around and I did two shows with Seaforth in May at Eddie's attic. Mm-hmm. And then after that, in June, I had a show in Utah, actually flew out to Utah, did the Lehigh City Roundup in Utah. It's a beautiful mm-hmm. little town. And then after that, went back to Eddie's Attic, did a, a show with my friend Trey, and then closed it out July 30th here at the Brookhaven Block Party Festival back in Atlanta. So it was a like completely work-filled summer and also recording. So it's been... Uh, it's still been kept busy. Ourselves busy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's awesome. No, it's it's very cool that you were able to do those kind of like virtual shows, I guess, too, or to, to live stream it. It was, it was yeah, it was amazing because last year we were so used to doing, you know, live stream shows. We did a homemade series. We did like two shows that that I did and just like it was it was great variety released it like they put us in this article and and featured the homemade series on it as one of like the most successful like live streams of the summer really I'll have to check that out I haven't seen it it was it was great people loved it and it was our first go around at it so I was so timid on that first live stream I'm like oh man (laughs) is it weird you know we've (laughs) toured the world we've done it but uh, this is different right (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you're like no feedback you know just, oh, okay great right you just gotta wing it and just go and hope hope there's someone out there that's like that's awesome yeah oh man all right well so i'm gonna start i guess we already kind of started but i'm gonna start way back in the beginning i guess it was like baby bailey times right tell us about your life yes. growing up and take us from that to like I know you mentioned in the article, like you introducing the new kids on the block and the Backstreet Boys show. It was it five years old. That's so young. I love it though. It's yeah. That's that's when it started. Was on the Never Gone tour with okay. the Backstreet Boys with my dad's group, uh-huh. and they would have me go out there and and introduce them. And it was the like coolest thing probably a five year old could ever experience in their lives. I mean, uh-huh. I can't imagine going back now and. Like it was crazy, you know, the crowds there playing yeah. and a little five-year-old just waddles out on stage and says, you know, you ready for the backstreet boys? I want to see it. Are there any, there's probably some footage right online. I couldn't find any. I was trying to look oh, for it. But definitely. I, definitely. I was a big New Kids on the Block yeah. fan. I went to so many shows and then I kind of stopped because I was like, oh, it's not cool anymore. You know, I got to that age where I was like, I'm going to boy band. <laughs> You know what I mean? And then I kind of went back yeah. to it. So I must have missed, I think, exactly. that part where you were introducing shows because I was like, yeah, you know, it's not cool. But anyway. It know. was, yeah, that's how, it, that's how it started. I would roll a Howie's oldest son, James, out on stage in this little <laughs> wagon because he was, I mean, an infant. Are you serious? And I'd roll him out there. And it was, it, I mean, it was literally like basically seeing like it's a small world right before you're about to watch the Backstreet Boys. Like it was... <laughs> it was so, amazing. It's like these little toddlers running out there, like, <laughs> right. yeah. here we go. Oh, and, my uh, God. but uh, that's that's kind of how it all started. And oh. then a couple of years later, it was like probably 2011, 2012. The new kids and the you know the Backstreet Boys were yeah. wrapping up their you know their their joint tour together that they've been you know on for about a year or so. And I 
I went out there on stage in Norway, Oslo, Norway, and sang a couple songs. Really? And that was my first, that was my first experience of really like performing, you know, in front of a crowd that massive, you know, they, they had wow. a crowd about 11,000 that night. Wow. No, not like and, a little show. You didn't get to warm up. They just, you got no, there was, there, it was, <laughs> like it was insane. Like it was one of those. They just, they were all like, you know, all right, you got this. You, you want to sing a couple songs? And I'm like, uh, heck yeah, I do. <laughs> like, and then uh, I got to say, it was amazing. Donnie Wahlberg was there <laughs> for every show. I started singing after that. He was, he made it a point to be there. So I got to give props Aww. to Donnie. Oh and, my God. Uh, That's, he was my favorite. He was what I was obsessed. I was a crazy fan. It's nuts. But more <laughs> about that later. But Donnie was my favorite. I've actually met them. They're cool guys. <laughs> I love Donnie. He's awesome. Aww. he's great yeah. and uh he's got great taste in basketball teams as well he does sure. he does I, Boston. I, yeah. I can't agree with him on baseball because mom and i are huge yankees fans and oh, I i'm a yankees fan too yeah he loves the braves right is it the braves he loves he loves the red sox he's a the red sox that's right oh gosh okay He's a oh wait hey if you want to go into some baseball history there used to be the Boston Braves back in the day so right you, maybe that, that's you it got that right maybe that's it <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll take that I'll take that <laughs> but he was uh, he was always so supportive and on that tour and and you know that was kind of like how it it started and then years later when the wow. you know the boys toured and dad went out on the road. They did the In a World Like This tour after they released another album. And I, I got to tour with them on that. And I went on right. the United States, Canada run and, and Europe. And I got to sing, you know, three, four songs before the opening act. And it was amazing. I mean, the best experience an 11 year old could possibly get is literally going on the road with your father and, um, yeah. and seeing the world, you know, and, and being able to have that experience under your belt. So I, I came home, I, I got into acting because my mom was an actress and, uh, you know, I got into the acting world of things and went to uh, LA on this callback for this audition I had and I got all the way to the screenings which is like after callbacks and then right. you know they choose out of these handful of kids who who makes it and mm -hmm. little Bailey did not get the job and oh. I just remember thinking like man you know I got so close well this casting director that I uh, was auditioning with she uh, suggested me for this role for her friend Seth Radinsky who was a a guy that's huge in theater he he's you know a playwright and has a talk show and and does stuff for Broadway and um, he had written this show with his friend Jack and it was called Disaster and they were doing this like benefit show like a couple couple spot dates here and there to raise money so we did I got casted for his this role because of this casting director that suggested me and I almost didn't even do an audition because I was like you know I'm, I'm not familiar with theater I don't I don't know how this is gonna go yeah it was their one audition and I mean straight to you book the part wow and so I end up getting this part I go out there to LA and we had an amazing cast we had Kevin Chamberlain and Andrea Martin out there with us and it was it was amazing like this first experience it was basically you know we had our scripts up on stage with us and we we didn't have props and it was it was as stripped down as could possibly be so mm -hmm. two months down the down the road we do another show in new york at an off-broadway theater which we all didn't know was our pitch to broadway we picked it up months later and that uh -huh. summer i was home and 
I, I heard the news and I was like, oh man, we're all going to Broadway. And everyone's like, not so fast, bud. Uh, and I'm like, what? They're like, you have to audition. Uh, so I go through this whole audition process and the cast does too. And we lost cast members and we, it was, it was like an emotional roller coaster, but I yeah. ended up booking a job. Uh-huh. And I was on Broadway for six months at 13 years old. And that was my own experience, you know, Bailey without dad. Yeah. Um, you know, there to to hold his hand like it, it, you know, taking a shot and ended up getting a drama desk nomination. And it was like seriously one of the most amazing experiences. Our our cast was completely stacked. It was, I mean, breathtaking. We had Roger Bart and Carrie Butler and Rachel York and Faith Prince. I mean, our Kevin Chamberlain was back. It was, it was this amazing Broadway cast we had. And uh, I, I knew nothing about theater at the time. So it kind of made it even funnier that, you know, <laughs> I was clueless yeah. about theater. All I knew was music and, mm-hmm. and not musical theater. And, mm-hmm. and that was my first job, you know? I mean, I came home and then I took it, took like a year off and then was like, okay, I want to try music. So 14, I started getting back into it and then like trying to work on my voice because puberty Bailey hit <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. I uh, sounded like a dying calf. So then we had to get the voice <laughs> <like> right. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, then, then the whole musical journey started. What a journey already. It's like, it you're, you're so young and, but it's crazy how that happens. Like, you know, I always tell people this, they ask me like, how do I do acting or how do I break into stuff? And I'm like, you know, you just have to audition and it's a process, you know, and you just do it and whatever. But the crazy thing is, is sometimes it's those ones that you're like, oh, this isn't really a fit for me. Or, you know, I'm not going to go, you'll go and you'll end up booking something else out of it, you know? And it, yeah. it's just, and that's exactly what happened to you. It's just showing up, you know? It's just, it's, yeah, it's, it's how it is. And making it and acting or, or music is just being seen, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, it's just showing up. So, mm-hmm. you know, you see so many actors that are established. The reason they made it is because they got the attention of a casting director or they got right. the attention of, of someone uh, that was important, right. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. high up in the industry. And it's because they went to so many auditions and they just showed face. And it's, yeah. it's the same with music. It's like, you know, you got to play these bars around Nashville and you got to play at certain places. You got to play the whiskey. You got to play yeah. w- winners. You got to play losers. You got to, you know, you got to, mm-hmm. you got to play all these different places. You got to play Eddie's Attic here. That's one mm-hmm. of the places here in Atlanta you have to play. And it's, you, you have to, you have to show up everywhere. You have to show mm-hmm. face. You have to let people know who you are. That's how word gets around. Right. It's so true. You know? It's so true. Just getting out there. So at what point, did you did you know that you wanted to do music? I mean, did you know when you were really young, like when you were up on that stage with all the crazed fans, you know, yelling for their their favorite boy band? Or was it like something that kind of happened later? Like when, you know, when did that kind of hit you? I think I always knew I wanted to do music, you know, just because, you know, you, you watch your dad do something, you want to do the same thing. And, you know, I, I grew up, being infatuated with it. So since, you know, I was five or six when it all, when I could really remember it, that's when I think I, I really thought just, you know, you know, without a doubt, this is probably what I'm going to do one day. Like I'm going to mm-hmm. try to, do this. I mean, also you couldn't have, you know, told seven-year-old Bailey that he wasn't going to be six, five and playing for the Minnesota Timberwolves. You know, I, I think I always knew this is what I was going to, 
really end up doing. I, mm-hmm. I really, I really thought about the military. I was super close to going into the Marine Corps and then went up to Nashville and recorded some, some songs like, you know, three years ago. And that's when I was, I made up my, I was like, okay, this is what I need to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just kept thinking if I, if I never try this and I go live another life, one day I'm going to, you know, kick myself not for trying because you'll never know. It would be like that, that one thing you, you just never know what happened. Yeah. You know, if you didn't try no, and exactly. I gravitated so much towards country music just because, you know, I, I grew up in Georgia and mm-hmm. I would choose spending time with, with my mom's parents over my friends on the weekend. So, you know, Bailey's mm-hmm. going to grandma and grandpa's house and, and listening to country music. And that's kind of how it all started. So I, I listened to, you know, Merle Haggard and Willie Nelson and Patsy Cline and Tammy okay. Wynette. And it was, it was all the old country greats that, really made me want to try country and mm-hmm. dip my toe in. And that's kind of how it started. Yeah. That was my next question. I love that, that you said that your grandparents were really, you know, obviously had a huge influence over you, what they were playing and great music too. I mean, my gosh, all those I, that you mentioned. Country. I mean, I love classic country. I, I'm mm-hmm. going to figure out a way that we can keep moving forward in country, but yet still bring it back to those roots mm-hmm. just because of, I mean, how, poetic songs were back in the the 60s and the 70s and yeah. even the early 80s with country it's uh makes you miss it and like and I grew up on it so it was mm-hmm. you know it's it's a it's a blessing that that we even have music but you know the evolution of it is it's good and bad yeah and hopefully hopefully we'll be on the the right side of history with, with music in the next couple of years. Mm-hmm. No, I, I love it too. Actually. I love Nashville. I'm actually going to Nashville on Thursday, big Nashville fans. Yeah. My next question. So I've, I've asked this to some other, I guess, kids of really successful parents in music and the industry. What's your take on it? Like, do you think some people say, you know, Oh, it's great because, you know, obviously you were put into a position where you had access to things that other kids weren't and that type of thing. But I mean, you're super talented as well. So you probably would have found your own way, I'm sure. But what, yeah, what, what's your take on it? Like, do you, do you worry like that people compare you or, you know, what, what's that like? You know, that I think the hardest thing to get over is just the criticism for even trying it. Mm, Um, That's, that's a huge one is just, you know, people don't want to give you a shot just because, you know, you're father was a musician or you know Mm. he's successful so why should you be like Mm. it's it's very much of that like uh biased feel but yet at the same time you have so many people in your corner that are rooting for you and having that experience means everything because a musician at the end of the day when they look back they're going to be a veteran at some point and know the ins and outs and the ropes but to have a head start when I was young and, and be able to, to witness it and see how hard my dad had to work and get to be, you know, where he is and reach the level of success. I don't think I'll ever take it for granted or ever think it's an easy ride because I have a very long way to go. And I know that, and I forget it too often. And I try to, you know, bring myself back to reality and say, Hey, you got to make it, you know, you're, you're not your dad. You have to do this on your own. Country's been a whole different venture because 
you know, I've, I've had to start from the ground up completely. Right. Um, I was thinking that it's totally different. There's not an ounce yeah. of maybe a little, but not an ounce of boy band that I say, I'm like, no, this yeah. is, <laughs> it's I awesome. mean, literally the, the closest thing we get to boy band in country is a duo or a trio. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, we're like, that's only two off, you know, trio works. You know? <laughs> Yeah. But, you know, I'm starting from the ground up, but with a lot of experience under my belt, thanks to my dad's career and mm-hmm. getting to see the world. So I honestly, I think it, it comes down to knowledge, but either way, if you already have experience or not, you're going to find it. But I mean, who could have a better teacher than, yeah. you know, their father that is a musician or their parent that's a musician, you know? So I've been super blessed to to have that leadership and, and the guidance. So I, I don't get as discouraged as I would if I knew nothing about the business yet. Right, right. You've talked about your parents being your biggest supporters. And I love that. My, my family, like we're super tight as well. I wish my kids wanted to homeschool, but they they love school. So I, can, I guess I can't complain, but I'm always like, <laughs> let's do this guys, let's go travel. But anyway, but what's what's the most valuable thing that they've taught you or kind of passed along to you? I think just honestly being humble and, and never forgetting where you, you come from, because that's the thing that we all have to be constantly reminded of, no matter our profession, no matter our background, where we come from, is that seems to be the one thing that we all forget is, you know, my mom's favorite sayings is just no egos. Yeah. Um, just because that's that's the thing. Our egos build up over time. And the next thing you know, you're you're losing sight of, of life. And mm-hmm. I think that's the one thing that they they've made a mission in my life and theirs is just to never lose sight of of what's in front of you mm-hmm. no, i love that and I think that's important so true what do you guys like to do for fun when you're not on tour or working not that work isn't fun but <laughs> <laughs> um well we dad and i play a whole lot of basketball we we love you know play basketball we've got a, a half court at the house so we play every you know monday night we have a, a league and it's it's so much fun. It's a blast. Mom and I, I mean, mom can write music. So, I mean, she's, she's, um, you know, super musically inclined as well. And, you know, we spend a whole lot of time just together as a family. I mean, summertime, we're taking full advantage of, you know, the pool. Dad just yeah. set up badminton two days ago. Awesome. Like 10 years. So that was uh-huh. interesting. <laughs> That's always interesting, right? It's like, what? What do we do with this? I was like, I don't want to play this. And actually, you know, two hours later, we're still out there. (laughs) Super competitive, right? (laughs) We we never keep it traditional. We always have something else that we mom mom cooks. That's that's Uh one thing she's she's teaching me how to do right now. And my mom's an amazing cook. So we've been baking pies all summer. That's one thing we've been yes. What kind of pie? Uh, so mom actually started, we started with cherry pie mm-hmm. and huge cherry fans. Uh, I mean, mom likes cherry, but That's we tried one. that <laughs> yeah. and loved it. I was like, if anybody can make this pie good, it's going to be mom. <laughs> then she breaks out the strawberry pie, which is not common. Right. And yeah. so she, she makes a strawberry pie and it was the best pie I've ever put in my mouth still. Wow. And uh, so I think, I think she's doing a peach pie for me next. Well, this sounds you good. Know, this, this Georgia boy wants a uh, but but nobody really is a fan of peaches in my family. So. <laughs> You've got it made over there, Bailey. Yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of hearing this. I'm like, this, this is a good life. I like this. <laughs> but uh, that's awesome. What what kind of stuff are you working on right now, or what's kind of in the plans coming up? 
So right now, you know, we've been pushing some guys, you know, to radio and and trying to get that out there, and it's it's been doing fantastic. We've got a performance music video for that that I recorded it at Mad Life on that show in March. That'll be coming out the 26th of this month. So that's going to be great. I got to thank my people over at CMT too for pushing that. And then I'm going to get back in the recording studio. Thank God. Yeah. Yeah. Keep working on this next record. I'm so excited. That's so cool. So where can we find you like on socials? Where's a good place for, for people to look out for you? So Instagram is a, is a big one for me. That's Bailey literal underscore music and just look for the blue check. All right. Let's do that. And you know, what's crazy is I've been mispronouncing your name for like half my life. I, thought it was <laughs> li- I, I was like, no, it's, it's literal. And I'm like, no, I'm looking at all my people are saying it's literal. So I'm glad that you said that. I'm going to fix that <laughs> moving Wait, forward. <laughs> That's what, that's what everyone says. Well, okay. It's a, it's a rule. Dad's like, just think of literally, like literally, right? Literally the literals, right? It's, it's totally thrown me for a loop, but it's okay. I'm going to fix it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this was awesome. I, I love chatting with you and I'm going to look out for you. I'm going to see what's going on and hopefully come out and see a show one day. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for the time and the interview and the opportunity. It was, it was great talking to you. Hey, so I want to thank you guys so much for listening. It really means the world to me. And I want to say thanks for your emails and your DMs and everyone who's telling me they love it. It really makes a difference. So thanks for tuning in. Uh, Check out some others if you haven't. We've got some new guests coming up. And yeah, we're excited to get back into it. We took a couple months off here. So yeah, enjoy the next one. See ya. Hey, this is Karina. Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you hear, check out some of our other episodes and give us a rating. And you can also see the written article on authoritymagazine.com. In the meantime, stay safe and we hope to see you back here soon.